Welcome to a Snuggly Podcast, the longest-running show devoted to our favorite franchise, Elvis Girls Online. Coincidentally, we are also the shortest-lived show devoted to Elvis Girls Online. Why do you ask? Because that game doesn't exist. Yet? Wow. <laughs> so we you know, are starting I, a new show episode you know, one elvis you know, girls online baby no, yes no we're not <laughs> we're, we're not because i will shut this down <laughs> i will shut down the twitter and the twitch <laughs> but then it's still on the youtubers I should have known, considering <laughs> what you put in the show notes, that you were going to do something like this. <laughs> yeah. You you took the time to write an intro, not about the actual podcast that we do, <laughs> but about something that you've completely made up. <laughs> yeah, so there's a story. There's a story that there goes better along be. with that. <laughs> And, um, yeah, um, so should I just go right into that first? Cause it's a little further down I in guess, the show list, but I, well, maybe, yeah, I guess so. I was gonna, <laughs> I guess we can say what we did last week on the show later. <laughs> so, okay. I'm at work. Right. And you know, clearly I'm, I'm the nerdy guy at work because I'm the age that no, I am. I've... I would have never guessed that. Yeah, yes, you would have, because you're the nerdy girl at work. Um, yeah, okay, yeah, sure, but, fine. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but, you know, being the, the nerdy guy at work, uh, at my age, playing video games, you know, I'm talking to one of the kids I work with, and um, we're talking about podcasts and things like that, and I've, I've told her that, about the podcasts that we do, and, and she was like, what's the game your podcast is about again? And I said, Elder Scrolls Online. And she's like, Elvis Girls Online. And I was like, yeah, it's that game where you just run around and see who can find the most female Elvis impersonators. <laughs> and and then I was like, no, I said Elder Scrolls Online. And she's, she's like, I was getting a little concerned that Elvis Girls Online was the game you were playing after your wife goes to bed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I no. was like, that is going in our show. Oh, and, uh, no. And if, when, when, if you're listening, that is why the title of this episode is Elvis Girls <laughs> no. Online. No, no, <laughs> no. On my stream, it says surprise, question <laughs> mark. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, um, Elvis Girls Online is uh, not really a thing. Um, it was just a joke. Um so, wow. you know, I had to have the whole build up with, you know, the whole unveiling something new, um, mm-hmm. you know, so Shanti, if you're, if you're watching or listening, um, hopefully you didn't call out of work just for that. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but hopefully you at least got a laugh out of it because I've been laughing about it ever since we had that conversation and, uh, the, the, the kids at work that I've told about it have also have been laughing with me about it they thought it was funny so um yeah so there you have it um yeah uh but as for who we really are we're actually a snug podcast you know we're hanging out in this lovely snug pot here 
Um, and I am never separate. Who are you? I'm gone crazy back soon, but apparently I might be the sane one this week. <laughs> Maybe none of this really happened, and you're just not back yet. That could be, actually. <laughs> if we're gonna... being completely honest, I might still be in the crazy stage, and that's why all of this is happening. <laughs> you're going to come back to listen to this later and be like, I swear he said that. I swear he did, and it's not there. <laughs> oh... Good times, good times. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, I realized that I forgot to send our We're Live tweet, so it definitely says we are live with Elder Scrolls Online content <laughs> in large letters. Uh, I do have to say, if anyone does decide that they come up with a game where you roam around looking for female Elvis impersonators and they title that game Elvis Girls Online, we get royalties for that. So... Um, uh, you have to contact us. We'll give you the information, and and we'll set that up, and then you can go and make that game if you so desire. But hopefully, no one desires because that sounds terrible. Uh, yeah, that doesn't sound like my um, <laughs> sort of <laughs> niche, I guess you could say. Yeah. I, uh... Yeah, my wife thought it was funny too. That we were, yeah, we were it joking. Is real, it, She's like, and she said, if real. if that was the game you were playing when I went to bed, I'd have a problem too. She she, she told that kid, uh, "I'm thank you for being concerned for me." Uh, I would I would probably reach through my phone and um, smack you, and then I would immediately text her and be like, "Can you actually real life smack him for me?" <laughs> I might still do that. <laughs> well. You know, we're, we're counting down the days that you'll have an opportunity, I suppose. That's um, true. Yeah. So I guess I should be on my guard next time I next time I actually get to see you in person. Get whacked. So, <laughs> probably what will really uh, happen is you'll hug my wife and hug my kid and hug the 15 people around us that none of us know. And, um, hmm. yeah. yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. And then or just... maybe I'll dress up like Elvis. Um, hey, there you go. And stand on a line. Like in a no, parking lot or mm -mm. something? Absolutely not. <laughs> Look, there's an Elvis girl online. <laughs> no time for that. All right. All right. The dumpster has been sufficiently on fire. We should put down the <laughs> lid so that it goes out. Hey, this is the kind of content they're not getting elsewhere. <laughs> hey, elsewhere. See, I tied it back They'd in. rather be elsewhere. <laughs> yeah, that's probably true. Anybody that tuned in because they thought we were talking about this game is like probably checked out by now. So, um, <laughs> come back. We will talk about this game. Wow. All right. And that was the last time they ever hit a thousand listens. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the, the truth is, I did this to sabotage us so that Tails could catch up. Um, oh. oh, no. Yeah, those tweets this week, too. For anybody that uh, follows the Snug Podcast um, Twitter, <laughs> I think you can probably tell when uh, certain people are sending tweets. <laughs> uh, yeah, I may or may not have perhaps to. The, perhaps the content is um, <laughs> slightly different depending upon who's logged in at the moment. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah, I... Uh... Uh, I have to I have to give our friends over at Tales a little bit of a hard time, but in fairness, I did say if we were to flip the roles, and and we were to do their listen count to our episode count, 
we would probably just need to quit what we're doing because that number <laughs> would be so skewed. Um, so it's all in good fun. It's, all in it's good true. Fun. It's true. And I love that they actually responded back, which yeah. made it even better. Yeah. So shout out to the podcasters in uh, the Elder Scrolls community because everybody's very supportive of each other and I love that. Big so. happy family. That's right. All Thanks. right. But so, what did we do last week? <laughs> um, on the show or in the game? Uh, maybe a little of both. Oh. Why not? Well, last week on the show, we didn't have a ridiculous intro. Um, <laughs> that's what we didn't we do. We didn't. Um, but we did cover some newsy things. Um, and starting uh, with, like, the Crown Store Showcase... Mm-hmm. Some of that stuff still hasn't come up yet. I keep checking when I'm on. I'm like, there were some things in there I might be interested in. Is it there yet? How much is it? It's not there yet. So I have no idea how much it is. Um, yeah. Guess you'll have to wait and see. I keep waiting. There was some stuff in like the music box. and. Um, oh, yes. You know, I want to check that out. And um, Oh, gosh. I don't even remember now. I know there were a couple of things that I thought were really neat. Um, and, of course, we're getting... Uh, is it Stibbins and, and Rigert, right? Yes. Um, so definitely curious to see what the crown cost on those guys are going to be, especially Rigert. Um, that one I could see being like a new record for house guests. But, for uh, sure. Yeah. Um, what else? QuakeCon announcements. Uh, yeah, soundtrack release. But mostly the fun part was that we were not in the snug pod last week, just for fun. We weren't in this snug pod. We were in a different yeah. snug pod. We walked across the street. Mm-hmm. We, we, we braved the wilderness that is Grotwood to travel across the road. Approximately 120 feet, I'm guessing. I really don't know. I'm, <laughs> I'm bad at judging distance in real life. And... Judging and all these things are like, oh, this doesn't affect in an eight meter radius. Uh, radius, and I'm like, I don't know what eight meters is in a game. <laughs> it's a circle. Uh, it's as big it's as the circle that <laughs> pops up when I hit R one. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and we got to listen to uh, the lovely bard that was hanging out outside, even in the rain while we were inside, cozy, warm. You know, she was just That's out right. there singing her heart out. You know, and. Uh, even in the middle of the thunderstorm that popped up while we were inside. Felt bad for her, but she just kept going. You know? They must be paying her good. I certainly hope so. That or I, I hope people are dropping tips in the uh, in the loot case. Something. Um, <laughs> loot box. <laughs> A loot box? A loot crate? <laughs> for In-game in loot crate, yep. Um, there you go. <laughs> loot crates are canon. <laughs> They are now, and so is Elvis Cross online. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I think that uh, someone needs to someone needs to make that character happen in game, and then just place them on a line in the game and never move you know, them. You know what the best part about this is? My phone got went off that we have a new follower, and I don't know if it's from what is happening right now or if it's just <laughs> oh man, this sounds like my kind of game. Woohoo! <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you chose to follow for that, hopefully you'll stick around for what we're really doing. Um, But, 
it's understandable if you don't. I'm sure you might have been a little confused. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, um, so we we did those things. We did not do mayhem anymore. Mayhem, nope, mayhem. That's over. Because yeah, mayhem, mayhem is over. But we uh, did farm some dread seller for you. Yeah. Um, had a couple of, of people in there that were also farming, and we ran it uh, just two or three times. I think we ran it three times. May have. I don't know. It was like two in the morning. Yeah, it was <laughs> stupid late, and we I, both needed to I be up it, the next day. And, yeah. I think it was we ran that two times, and then you and I did way rest on our own, right? <clears throat> yeah, um, that's what it that was. sounds. That sounds about right. That sounds right. Um, but. Yeah, we had a couple a uh, couple folks though that um, they ran with us, and we were like, "Yeah, we'll do it again." They were farming gear too, and next thing we know, guild invite pops up, and we're like, "Oh, well, we also have a guild and a show." <laughs> um, so we uh, shared that, and then they ran away. They were like, "Nope, no." Mm -mm. <laughs> well, the guy said, to to his credit, he said, "Wait, like a podcast, podcast?" Because I I you put snug pod and then i put lore seekers and they're like oh wait like a podcast and we both said yes and then he goes oh cool i'll have to check that out and then he goes also i don't have a guild slot otherwise i think about it like he put that in the group thing oh I must so have i thought that, that was kind of well, cool. cool maybe yeah. maybe that's our new follower uh no i don't think so but i could be wrong <laughs> um yeah we had a good time running through there uh dread seller we didn't do the extra bosses but it was it's a actually not that long of a dungeon to run through if you're just farming gear uh, yeah and especially really, on normal i mean i was gonna say we did it on normal <laughs> so it definitely wasn't bad but you know i'm sure that the buffs would have made it even faster but it wouldn't have been enough to make us do the side bosses just to make it like it's it still didn't take us long to do the final boss right because it was normal so yeah, but. yeah, it all it went it went pretty smoothly. Uh, I mean, we did have we did have a death here or there, and we were just kind of laughing about it, like what in the world just happened? Like I died one time because I think I stood and stupid, but. Um, well, uh, there were times though that I was having some pretty hardcore desync problems <clears throat> that night that we were playing, so there were oh. a couple times where. Yeah. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. Finish. Oh, I was gonna say there were a couple times where I had skills that wouldn't fire, or like my stabby stabs, when I would. Um, when I would hit for that skill to go off, it it wouldn't go. Like, no numbers would come up, but it would do the animation. So it was like, it was desyncing and either it wasn't actually doing the damage, or it wasn't showing the animation. Mm. I don't know which it was. But I had that happen, and then it wasn't because of canceling either. Like, it wasn't, like, animation canceling stuff. It was all like I would hit a button and nothing would happen. And then mm. I would hit a button again and finally it would fire. So it was kind of weird because that's the first time on PlayStation 5 that I kind of remember what it felt like on PlayStation 4. <laughs> like, it was that significant to me that it felt clunky, you know? Yeah. And I was having problems. Um, that might have been when we ran Wayrest because... I don't think we were having issues when we were running with those other guys. Um, well, well, I, I definitely did. Well, I don't. The same issues because I got booted yeah. like twice, right? Yeah, you did. You got but, booted twice. But wasn't that that was not when we were with them, was it? Mm, 
Because I don't remember having to like say anything to like, hey, hold no. on, got booted, you know. Yeah, uh, it wasn't with them. It was afterwards when you and I were porting into Wayrest that you got yeah. booted twice. But we also had a weird issue with them when we all ported in. It was the weird bug where you and I both had companions out and it showed like all of us in a group together, but mm -hmm. they weren't there. Yeah. And then they showed up after. It, it was very weird. So, yeah, I don't know. It was just a little clunky. Dungeons have been pretty smooth for me personally on the five. And I actually did notice a game, like a significant gameplay difference for myself on this console but not the other night it was yucky <laughs> so much so that i actually i actually uh, messaged some people in discord and said hey have you run any trials or dungeons lately and have you noticed any of this happening and it was kind of like no because a lot of people are waiting for the update 35 stuff they're not progging they're not really running anything right now because they don't want to be working towards something that they have to start over at mm, yeah so you know because of that, I think a lot of people are kind of like backing off the game a little bit, or at least off some of that content for the time being until we kind of see where things land. I did so. see where Nephis posted something about, um, I guess, his community or whatever, having um, quite a few trial leads that oh, yeah. uh, just weren't there. Um, I mean, it was a significant drop. Uh, yeah. And they were like, you know, used to be you know, regular runs, and now it's kind of like, it's it's harder to get groups together because there's so many people that are just not interested in playing at the moment. Um, yeah, that has to do with their Project <clears throat> Vitality stuff. I actually listened yeah. to some good stuff on that this week. We can talk about that later if you want, or um, we can talk about it now. It doesn't matter, but... Either way, I, I don't know a ton about it. I just I just know that I saw uh, just that little brief, um, yeah. I think he just posted like a screenshot or something on the... Uh, mm -hmm. like the YouTube thing where you can just put a screenshot, which is weird. I don't go to YouTube for screenshots, but there they are. Mm -hmm. um, but I just happened to see that one little thing about it. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah we, um, all right, well, we've already discussed the Elvis Girls Online. and um, <laughs> Yeah, and, we did. <laughs> yeah, and uh, oh, that's a, oh, I, I had this in there and I didn't quite, I, I mean, I said it, but I didn't say it exactly the way that I, I typed this in. That um, that apparently the reason we start so late is because this is the game that I'm playing and I have to wait till my wife goes to bed because you know I'm not <laughs> supposed to be playing that. Um, so I'm trying to be sneaky and not let her know. Uh, but I have been communicating back and forth in a group chat with folks that knew about this, uh, and she's in that. <laughs> and I said I said something and was like, "You do know your wife's in this chat too, right?" <laughs> it's like, "Yep." <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. So anyway. Um, and then we have some notes on what some other folks have done. Yeah. Um, Gwen drew some cool artwork. Yeah. I have been immortalized in ink or you sure watercolor have. or, I, I mean, I'm not quite sure the medium used. Um, digital, I don't um, know, some sort of digital, digital paint. Yeah. Um, but it is, um, really cool picture of of me and Sasquatch and his bear uh, <laughs> proclaiming the truth. Flattener. Flattener. Just a couple of flatternists hanging out. Uh, uh, but, uh... Go ahead. 
I was going to say, the best part is that she put you in Grotwood, too, which makes it even funnier. And then she t- she tweeted today, like, just so you know who to watch out for in Grotwood, <laughs> stay away from these guys. <laughs> oh, I missed that. Uh, I think something along those lines. I'll have to go back Maybe that was our group that. chat, but I'm pretty sure that she also <laughs> did, did tweet at you about, uh, or not maybe mention you, but um, at least. That's funny. Uh, mention that. Yeah. Yeah, she said, uh, drew a picture of the flat nernest so everyone knows who to avoid in Elden Root. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's great. I loved it. Um And I put, Ah yes, our wonderful co host. <laughs> that's alright. It's fifty it's a fifty fifty split, so um <laughs> and so yeah. Uh It's true. One one day maybe we'll have a proper discussion on that uh someone may or may not have said that when they're back on the show uh the intent is no less than 15 minutes <laughs> so um anyway amazing we'll, we'll see <laughs> amazing what about you uh well towards the end of may mid-year may not mid-year <laughs> Yeah, whatever. That's what it was. White Streaks Mayhem. That's what I was trying to say. White um, Snake's Return? I, yes, White Snake's Return. Uh, oh, <laughs> sorry. I just got I just got distracted. Lear Hall uh, wrote in the chat for the Twitch. He said, you just have to get her to play the game, too. Have you introduced her to Darien yet? Um, he was re- re- responding oh, to your wife playing. Um, yes. Yeah. Uh, and then we no. also have a first-time chat viewer, Benji4Alpha, that says, that's why I always play late. My wife hates me playing ESO. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least you're not playing EGO, okay? Yeah, That's uh, true. ESO has got to be just leaps and bounds better than Elvis Girls Online. Because uh, that game, if that game even gets produced, uh, I, might, I might just have to go get a copy to frame because... Clearly, they stole my idea. Anyway, uh, carry on. Um, yeah, so for the end of Mayhem, I essentially finished out the style pages that were there, so that was good. Um, I did lots of falling asleep in game this week because apparently the high aisle music is very relaxing, and every time I try and go to do Ritz there late at night, I wake up <laughs> a little while later. I, I, I don't so, think it's fair of you to blame the high aisle music. I've seen you fall asleep with combat music, so... <laughs> okay, fair. You know, um, fair. So, uh, so I, I, don't, I, don't think it's, I don't think it's accurate to blame the music. I, I think that's, uh, that's a little unfair to the music. Okay, all right. <laughs> well, I guess you're right. Uh, so, yeah, I, I, I literally did quite a bit more falling asleep probably in game than I actually did game time. Um, But what game time I did have, I progressed a little bit more in the Fargrave storyline, so that's good. Um, Liking that so far. Man, the the voices of the people that they got for the Zivkin and the Daedra in that DLC are really awesome. Um, It's fun how dry some of it is. Like, they're their dialogue and sarcastic at the same time, but it also gives you a lot of insight into how the Daedra 
and the Zivkin view like men and myrrh, um, even more so than we already know. Uh, and it, just the disapproval that they have of Lyrinth working with with your player's character is um, quite fun to listen to their dialogue. So it's been a good time going through there. I think I'm about halfway through that particular um, storyline or quest line at this point. So I'm hoping I can, can finish that up soon. I haven't really been doing a lot of the side quests in Fargrave. I've just been kind of plowing through the main quest, which... You know, I know usually when you do that, you kind of miss out on some of your stuff at the end because a lot of times at the end of quest chains, everybody shows up um, to help you or something, and then you can talk to all the people at the end. So I'm debating on whether I want to just go ahead and plow through and finish it or whether I want to stop and try and do some of the side quests so that I get other people to show off or show show up, I guess I could say. Um, so yeah, but did that. Made some sassy posts in Discord about you for your extra live stream. Tweeted some random stuff about snug pods and housing. I did a video on my house, my Sigic Villa. Um, actually, last night. Didn't fall asleep for that. But, um, yeah. Just kind of decided to do that because I, I tweeted out a picture of my snug pod and just how it was kind of randomly thrown together. And quite a few people said some really, really nice stuff. And liked it and retweeted it and all that so i thought well why not let's throw out my other house that is mostly decorated kind of randomly but also um in kind of a fun way so yeah that's about it so like a lot of little things rather than like one or two big things in game i would say very cool i have not done just a ton in game the last uh the last week or so the last few nights i've actually just sort of um well, I've had other I've had other things going on a little bit too. So um, instead of getting online, I've tried to go to bed. Um, doesn't always work, but uh, I do occasionally at least try to get to sleep at a reasonable hour. But um, so a lot of times when it would be the time I got on, it was like ah, I should probably not because if I start, it's gonna be it's gonna be a good while before I quit. And yep. Uh, like when we get on to run a dungeon and then we're running like three. Um, hey, that was for you. You needed to farm I, some stuff. No, I'm not complaining. I'm just saying. You know, <laughs> that's the, that's usually how that happens. We we say we're only going to do a single dungeon, and you know, two hours later we're still cutting up and whatever. And that's just or, the way it goes. You know, hey, hey, we're going to start this podcast and we're going to start at 11 p.m. every night. When we do it, yeah, and, yeah. and we don't do that either. No, because then we, right. get, we get home late and got kids to get in bed, and that's right. You know, life, life, just life. life things. Those of you with parents can, or <laughs> those of you with parents, <laughs> those of you who are parents, uh, maybe those well, of you with parents. I don't, you know, some of you may have to get them to bed too. I don't know. Um, yeah, or or yeah. I mean, I guess it depends on your origin story and game as well, right? Yeah. Um, but. <laughs> Those of you who have kids, and, you know, you understand. So, um, and those of you that don't might have other reasons that you get it too. So, yeah, true. Yeah, uh, we also have a note in here. Uh, our other our other co-host who's not with us tonight, um, he bought a bunch of stickers. 
Yeah, he bought a bunch of Sasquatch stickers. <laughs> That's about the only thing that <laughs> he said this week in our, <laughs> in our yeah. messages. So I was like, all right, I'll put that in the show notes. He bought a bunch of Sasquatch stickers. Okay. So, uh, what, And what... also, it's his wife's birthday. So happy birthday, Mrs. Sasquatch. Happy birthday. Should we sing? Mm, I, mm, I don't know that it would Here's your birthday song. Be... It isn't very long. Hey. There we go. Um, so now now you have a birthday song being sung to you to all of our millions and millions of uh, inner ear parts that are hearing this. Um, Ouch. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is what happens late at night. We say nonsense. Uh, yeah. So what you need to do is you need to tweet uh, our uh, Snug Podcast uh, account and you need to say, you need to tag Sasquatch. Uh, or mention him, or whatever, Twitter language. Um, you, you need to call him out and say, you must post pictures of the various places you put your Sasquatch stickers. This is true. Yeah. Is it on your front door? Is it on your car window? Is it on some random tree? You know, share. <laughs> or maybe he's keeping them all for himself. Maybe he just collects Sasquatch stickers. <laughs> I also have a note from uh, from the uh, the other creator of the uh, Elvis Girls Online. When we were talking about we're probably going to lose listeners, uh, I got this message. Well, that's pessimistic. I project massive growth in listeners. <laughs> So I thought I should share. Um, Perfect. Yes. Thank you, whomever you are. <laughs> um, yeah. So I think we should uh, we should definitely let Sasquatch tell us about the journeys that his stickers take. Uh, maybe mm-hmm. that can be a recurring thing today on uh, uh, this week on Sasquatch stickers, um, and and let him let him tell the the story that only he can tell. That's right. Because I don't know what you do with. Large amounts of Sasquatch stickers. <laughs> All right. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, never mind. I'm not sure. <laughs> he just posted, I'm sorry, did someone say my name? <laughs> In our group chat. Anyway. All right. Well, <laughs> before right. we get completely way out of touch with what we're supposed to be doing <laughs> i think we're well beyond that that's probably fair <laughs> uh, well uh well what was funny with the news this week is there wasn't a whole lot at first and then all of a sudden a bunch of things popped up <laughs> in the last few days it's not really like news news you could say for the game but it's still some fun news ish type stuff i guess yeah. So, um, I think most everybody is kind of just focused on the PTS and seeing those notes and whatnot, um, and kind of where they they landed. <laughs> um, it's been pretty quiet, I would say. Not yeah. quiet from the community necessarily, but just quiet in general because of how heavy this PTS cycle has been with everything going on. The final pass is done, right? 
Yeah, they're up. If you can go, they're right. actually in there. The Elder Scrolls Discord. I just didn't link them in because I knew that, like you said earlier, if we started talking PTS notes, it was going to be a whole episode in itself. So, yeah. maybe maybe for another week. Yeah, there's probably quite a few. Uh, that that kind of thing almost deserves its own show. It's just, yeah, those that's notes what I was are thinking. probably kind of long, especially if there's several of us. If everybody's here, you know, mm -hmm. four different points of view on on some of those changes. Uh, yeah, you know, we could be looking at a two-hour-long show just discussing patch notes. So, mm, yep. Um, but they're up and available if you want to go check those out, and we might discuss those at some point. But that some points not likely to be this evening. That is true. Um, so what is this top thing we've got here? I'm not going to attempt that. <laughs> um, Genhedro, I think, or Genhedrio. Um, I should have actually messaged him and asked him how to properly pronounce his name. Um, he's a lore seeker, and he does a lot of cosplay and building of stuff from the game. He is the one that built the Dwarven Spider that was um, recognized and, and featured before on the Elder Scrolls website. And he's done it again, and now he has made this Dwarven refabricated armor. Oh, I so, did see this. I didn't realize yeah. that this was a lore seeker. Yeah! And it's so awesome because they actually took the armor and then went and did some photo shoot stuff with it. So um, if you follow him on Twitter, every time he makes something, he goes through the whole process and kinds of shows everything step by step. And it's been really fun to watch him do this piece because um, it's very impressive. It's really intricately detailed and just it's awesome. There's a picture of him in the actual costume without the helmet on. Uh, so it's, it's pretty fun. Um, but yeah, he, he, it's this article that they have essentially for the community spotlight is almost like an interview with him. And then it's got the photos added into it, which is really, really fun. Yeah. These so, are really cool. I'm looking at those. Yeah. Now. Just very, very intricate. And it's fun to see the process. So without of course, reading the whole article, because like I said, it's, it's kind of an interview essentially, but it's really cool to look at how he starts. There's pictures here of the base of him just, building the pieces because this actual build is mostly done out of i believe he said eva foam yeah the main material i used during the process was the eva foam and the finish on this particular piece is so beautiful the metallic paint just pops really really awesomely on this armor that he's done so um it, you can tell that he is just so passionate about this and cares so much about about the detailing and just the whole process and step by step of everything that he was he was doing so he's at, um, they asked what he thought uh what they if he had to pick one aspect of the build he was most proud of what would it be and he said probably the shield he constructed it so it's magnetically attachable to the back of his chest armor while keeping the magnets concealed so he can keep yeah. it on his back while he's uh, moving in the outfit but still easily detachable when he wants to wield it so yeah. It looks like a shield in game. You just toss it over on your back. Yeah. Yep. Awesome. It's so so cool. That and I think um I think if I remember correctly, the actual axe that he has, uh, that he built for this, I think it kind of like comes apart. Like I think you can actually unscrew it for travel, which is really fun too. Or maybe well, it doesn't look like he has an axe. <laughs> maybe he's building an axe. 
Yeah, because this one's a sword and shield set. So he might that might be another project that he's working on right now. Or maybe I'm just completely confused and have him confused with another ESO cosplayer. But I was pretty sure that um, I saw an axe or something that he had done at some point as well. This is the kind of but... kind of costume that it would be it would be really funny to see uh, him like stationed outside a door at a at an event, and just stand <laughs> there and yeah. still people walk by and then just you know boo. <laughs> Uh, just because he'd look like a statue just standing you know that's so cool um wow i, I oh, does it say anywhere in here about the amount of hours it took to do that um i don't believe so but i'm sure we could just ask him um, um i'm looking because yeah. this is actually based upon a trial like heavy set i believe yeah, nope. It doesn't say anything about it, but I bet we could actually ask him in Discord and he would respond. He's very good with, with that stuff, especially if we just tagged him. So maybe that's a fun question that we can bring up the uh, the next time that we're on the show. Maybe we can get the answer to that question. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, very cool. Yeah, and I love, I love the very last thing that they said with him, too, is... Um, you know, do you have any advice for people who wish to craft outfits like this? And it was basically just be patient with yourself and take your time. And don't be focused on the final result. Just enjoy doing it because making something is already doing something amazing. You know, I mean, those aren't his exact words, but that's that's definitely the the feeling that you got from his answer, which is really fun because it's encouraging for people who might want to cosplay but just aren't you know feel like oh why would i go to make something because it's never going to be you know as good as this or as as good as some other cosplayers out there but that's not the point of cosplay the point of cosplay is to have fun and to make something that you're passionate about so pretty right. cool definitely there you go so that's a community spotlight you can find it on elderscrollsonline.com it's under the news section if you want to see the photos and uh take a look at them because they are most impressive yeah i will uh i will try to get those included in our um our show notes uh for this week's episode and uh it's gonna really throw people off when they see the title and then the show notes but um <laughs> uh, but yeah definitely definitely encourage you to go check that out it's really cool for sure uh, i am looking something else okay all right i was looking for something related to this next thing um all right so next on the list we've got um uh, michael zinke yep that's a new lore master michael um, zinke he's uh done some tweets about the ai eso art um which can be found on the forums yep uh, so go ahead go ahead no, go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. No, 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 no. No, no, you. No, you. No, no, you. No, you've probably read no, you. it. You've probably read it more. Go ahead. I didn't read it more. I just kind of looked at it. But uh, so you said you were looking basically, at yeah. Basically, if you're familiar with the movie Terminator, um, <laughs> Skynet is taking over. Okay, um, <laughs> Skynet is taking over, and it's starting in the world of really cool art. Um, we are not breaking lore at all here. Uh, 
No, no. Um, the uh, the the Sijiks know how to scry those movies. Um, so <laughs> sure, <laughs> sure uh, they do. But yeah, so there's a an AI program that um, there's a user Saucy Jack uh, mm-hmm. that was just putting things that he was given into the AI and it was generating art and um, everything from landscapes from ESO to Molag Ball um, just crazy looking stuff and to think that he just uh, what were some of the examples you gave earlier? Oh well he prompted originally just Elder Scrolls Online and it came up with some really like gnarly looking kind of viking vine work you know it had some landscapes with these really really big like towers and rock formations and then it had like a bookshelf almost with all of these different books so that was just like the basic prompt that he put in but then he asked other people to share prompts and some of the ones some of the ones that people came up with were really funny like cold harbor in the style of lisa frank (laughs) so the AI took that, obviously, because it doesn't necessarily, there was no Elder Scrolls Online parameter. So it just chose like a bunch of ocean waves and colored them like Lisa Frank rainbow color. And then it's weird because if you look, it's almost like hidden in the photo. I feel like you can see like animals, <laughs> like a cat face and all sorts of silly things like that. But then people started to make it a lot more specific. So someone actually prompted dragons in your homeland and they ended up with this like landscape with this weird cloud formation that looks like a dragon. Somebody prompted Clockwork City and it came up with this really cool like steampunk aesthetic looking city, which is pretty accurate to the game, but just um, slightly different. And one of the other ones that was really, really good was somebody prompted Sothasil, Vivek, and Alexia. And it came up with a really interesting AI art piece of the three of them. So lots of cool stuff in this forum thread. I thought it was fun that the Loremaster tweeted about it because, you know, he's obviously in the forums looking at what, you know, people are posting and saying and asking and and all of those things still so. pretty pretty fun stuff there with that um, yeah there's yeah. another one too <laughs> I guess there's another one called Dolly mm-hmm. um, which is another AI program and it comes up with a slightly different art style and they put Elder Scrolls in line into that one and it came up with more of like a um, you know, like a temple aesthetic, almost kind of Lord of the Ringsy, is what I'll call it, or like, um, you know, in a berm or in a in a mountain, um, that sort of a thing, almost they, like a almost um, like burial mounds. Mm-hmm. Like a burial mound type scenario, which is interesting. Yeah, that kind of like a henge, like but like a henge, like a like a buried henge, yeah. Um, Molag Ball came up with some really creepy lava pool, you know, stuff. <laughs> Someone posted, meanwhile in the ESO department, 
did you guys see the mid journey art AI bot? And the artists all say, get out. <laughs> That's <laughs> yeah. not necessarily true. Of course, that's just someone being silly, but it is kind of funny. So yeah, this person just kept taking prompts from people that they wanted and um, doing them. The one that the other one that stood out to me, that's really, really beautiful is someone had Telvanni Peninsula, Morrowind, Elder Scrolls Online chapter, landscape. Those were all the parameters that it put in. And it came up with this beautiful landscape that's kind of just like that. Um, yeah, it was, it was quite beautiful. So, <laughs> the Molag Ball cool thing stuff. says, uh, if, it's one of the comments, says if Molag Ball was an Elden Ring boss, that is a creepy yeah. looking... Um, yeah, yeah, that's creepy looking. Uh, definitely would not want to encounter that out strolling through the woods. Nope, um, sure wouldn't. Sure would not. Yep. So, very yeah. cool. Um, so when Skynet's done creating art, um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's coming for you next. <laughs> Kidding, kidding. Skynet's not a thing mm -hmm. yet. Get, get. Skynet will be invented uh, at the same time as Elvis Girls Online. Oh my. And then we've also got uh, some things from the Bethesda Gear Store uh, that were released at QuakeCon or will be released at QuakeCon. When is They're QuakeCon? not released yet. One actually comes out tomorrow, I think. And then yeah, one might be released. I'd have to go look at the actual um, link. But yeah, there are two. Elder Scrolls shirts that are being released in the Bethesda gear store for QuakeCon. Um, one is a Molag Ball shirt with the Ouroboros. It's pretty cool because it actually has a graphic on the front and the back. A lot of times I feel like the ESO shirts are more one-sided with the graphics. Um, so this one's got it front and back. And then the one that I am seriously considering getting is the Legacy of the Breton Tea that they're going to release. It has the um, fist crushing the crown on the front, almost on like a... I don't think it's an actual pocket. It just looks kind of like pocket-shaped because it's the shield right. of the fist crushing the crown. And then on the back, it has the Ascendant Lord with the three banners um, all together and the sword. So it's almost like the, the statuette that they released, um, the letter opener thing that Sasquatch has. It looks very similar to that pose um, that they've been using for all the promotional stuff. So that's supposed to release on the 19th, and the Molog Ball one is supposed to release tomorrow. What does Tuesday. that say on the back of the Molog Ball one? It's the mace. Um, looking at that, and that that's the mace. The, uh, I can't remember what that thing's called. Um yeah. Is it, is it, I think it just says Molog Ball. It's just the, the font Endangered. that it's in is... Okay. Yeah, that would make sense. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm not brushed up on my Daedric, so I'd have to open yeah. up a... Uh, <laughs> yeah. Open up a little alphabet there, but... That's yeah, those are cool. what I would guess. They're, they're real cool looking. I'm excited. I want to see what the prices are for those. I, I think I would actually like the... Uh... Legacy of the Breton shirt, a, a version of that that just has mm -hmm. the uh, fist and a bigger graphic. <laughs> yeah, that would be cool too. Um, there's 
there is also something coming out that I forgot to mention. Um, and this one is for all of you uh, Magicka users out there, perhaps. Uh, there is a Black Soul Gem book bundle that's coming out. So it is a amethyst crystal that is mounted in a book box or a box that is designed after a conjuration tome from Skyrim. And when you open it up, it has, um, you know, like the symbol, the Daedric symbol on the Black front of the book. Black Soul Gem 1, 750. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, I want to know how much that's going to be, too, because that looks beautiful. Yeah, that's um, that's probably not going to be an inexpensive item, if I had to guess. I would guess uh, not by the size of the amethyst. <laughs> yeah. I, I would I would guess more money than I would want to spend on said soul gem, but also yeah. quite lovely and beautifully done. So we'll have that, to wait and see. That is where I find myself on most gaming-related uh, collectible things. Lots of really cool that ones out true. there, all way out of the range of what I want to spend on them. Um, yep. but definitely, uh, definitely really cool. Um, about the only, uh, outside of, uh, the one, the one really cool collectible that I got was from another game that if you did enough achievements, you, uh, they, they priced the shirt at a thousand dollars. Um, oh. I think it was oh a thousand and, and that was meant to be prohibitive. Um, the right word yeah uh so if you did certain achievements in game uh it would allow you to essentially get a i don't know if they gave a code or what but it discounted the shirt to twenty dollars or whatever whoa uh, so the only way you could get that shirt because it was a crest um of was the by doing the achievement yeah it was a crest with the different the different achievement things on it and um you could pay like five extra dollars or something and get your um PSN ID or Xbox um, Game Pass, uh, not Game Pass, uh, Gamer Tag, whichever platform you play on, you could have that put on the sleeve. And, uh, so that was That's a cool really thing. Cool. Yeah, that was a cool thing to get. Um, I don't, don't play that game anymore, but uh, I think it would be cool to get something like that, uh, ESO related. Um, I can't remember if that if the proceeds from that went to some sort of charity thing. Um, I feel like they did, um, but I don't recall what it was off the top of my head. It's been so long ago now, but, um, but yeah, yeah, these are definitely some, some cool looking items. Um, and again, I'll, I'll put these in these links in show notes and, uh, uh, go check out the shirts and the, uh, of course there's other stuff on there from their other games too, Fallout and, uh, Doom, yeah. but, um, yeah. Very cool. Yeah. And I, okay, just looking back here. All right, so oh, okay. moving on from from those things, uh, we've got preview for Lost Depths. Yep, that came out, and wow, um, yeah, wow. <laughs> It's the best way to describe it. Uh, the artwork that they have listed at the top of this article on ElderScrollsOnline.com is... I cannot wait to play this dungeon. That's the Are best way to say it. Are we going to be in a bubble the whole time? 
I don't think you're in a bubble the whole time, but I do know that you are in a bubble at some point because I've seen footage of it. So hmm. this, um, <laughs> this particular dungeon is not like your normal dungeon in terms of how you enter, which is very different. For this dungeon, you essentially wash up on the shore to kind of start the story point. And that's all the more I'm going to say with that because A, I haven't played it, and B, that's what was given in the in the preview here. But um, I guess apparently you wash up on an uncharted island and you realize that there are these dwarven ruins underneath the island or on the island and that's what you're going through I think um, Finn when they asked him about it they said uh, your goal in Graven Deep is to help um, Dulaf I'm guessing that's how you pronounce his name he's one of the meet the characters that they he's the second one the one that we were waiting on to release he finally came out um, but anyway Finn says uh, Dulaf is looking for information on the legendary druid king and his voyage to the sisters that leads through this area in particular what he discovers will have ramifications for both the archipelago and the druids of high isle hmm. so this is going to be a direct lead in into the last like I would guess part of their story that they're going to tell because if it's going to get heavily into the druids and obviously describe and explain more of what's been going on with the main quest line perhaps or at least with what's going to be happening in the perhaps the Q4 DLC um, it says this island might appear like any other surrounding Tamriel when exploring and you and your party will soon discover a massive dwarven complex beneath the waves a chance for the dungeon team to create something very unique Graven Deep gave us the chance to explore dwarven technology not seen in Tamriel before built long ago this place was once an underwater observatory and being able to send players to the depths of the ocean was an awesome opportunity so there's a Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I have, it's uh, speculation, so go ahead. I was just going to say they've done another one of those, like, you can look around um, video things, and it looks awesome because it reminds me of the house that they released that you had all the windows where you could see the fish and all the stuff outside. It's very similar to that. Hmm. I'm trying to look at that now, but it's a little wonky. <laughs> Mm, might be on mobile, yeah. Yeah. Um, another time. So, in the artwork, in the top of the article, um, and you said you've seen a little bit of it, but um, it shows the uh, shows what I, I assume is the player in some sort of bubble while they're underwater. I'm assuming. Uh, mm -hmm. Looks like they're outside of the. So. Like, it looks like there's times when you might be inside the ruins and times when you're outside the ruins. I wonder if there's gonna if there's gonna be some sort of drowning mechanic with that. Like if you oh my. fall if if something happens and um, I mean to burst your bubble, <laughs> uh, <laughs> do you have to like get back to your bubble before you drown or or go get a new one? Like that definitely opens up some. Uh, some interesting mechanic ideas. 
uh, I have no idea what they're doing, but that, that, that's where my mind goes initially is that this is going to be some sort of, um, time to deal where maybe you have to do something in a certain amount of time or your bubble bursts and, uh, you get all the bad news rushing in at once. That would be a fun hard mode mechanic. Like if on normal, your bubble didn't, didn't do anything. It was just kind of there all the time. But on like a no death hard mode speed run, your yeah. bubbles were timed. Yeah, that definitely would be fun. That would be, that sounds like torture. <laughs> sounds right up everybody's alley. Yeah, I don't know if you caught the sarcasm in my voice there or not, but it was there. It was oh, definitely yeah. implied. I did not, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, very cool. Um, yeah, we've said it multiple times here, but these last several uh, dungeon releases they've done have, have been really, really good. Um, the secret bosses and uh, we're going to fight a giant fish in this one, I think. But um, <laughs> You definitely fight something that looks like a giant lobster from hell, <laughs> if we're being honest. <laughs> if you scroll down to a picture, it literally looks like this creepy lobster crawfish had a lid from somewhere beyond. <laughs> it looks scary. Oh, is that Game. the uh, euphotic gatekeeper thing? Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. I usually am not. Euphotic? Euphotic? Gatekeeper? Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, that... Ugh, gross. <laughs> and it looks like he's going to have some fun mechanics with him. Yeah. So, Finn mentioned something. If you... I won't say anything because I don't want to spoil it. Uh-oh. I might have Kid Agro. Hold on. Uh-oh. Carry on. All right. Well, while she is away with Kid Aggro, uh, for those of you that don't know what Kid Aggro is, that's when the the child taunts the parent and says, you must come pay attention to me now because you're the parent and I need, need you to come and uh, take care of me because I'm a child. Uh, yeah. Anyway, um, so now you've had your, your lesson in, in the outside game mechanics of Aggro. And, um, basically I'm just filling space. Um, I feel like I'm doing that a lot anyway. Uh, I just kind of ramble sometimes and you guys are probably like, man, this guy never, ever, I mean, he comes up with these nonsense things like EGO and yeah. Anyway, um, I guess I could take this moment to, um, plug, uh, my friend gone crazy, um, uh, is also an extra life team member and, uh, I, don't have her direct page thing handy at the moment, but you can go check her out, um, as well as the whole um, the whole team. Uh, go in, and you can see the different hospitals that the people there are uh, are supporting. And if you're nearby to one of those and want to support one of them, uh, you can look up Elder Heroes um, through the Extra Life uh, website. I'm sure you should be able to find it. And I'm still new to it, still learning and getting ready to do my first thing for it. But, um, yeah, they have been doing this for a while and have raised quite a bit of money and definitely worth checking out. So uh, go check out this crazy person who is away at the moment, uh, or at least we think that she is, and um, show a little support. And, yeah.
Are you back? I am. I'm back. <laughs> cool beans. I'm back. Yeah, I was just singing and doing show tunes. No, you weren't. I might have been. You might have been. What if I was? Well, then you should have, you did it too soon. You should have um, saved it as an extra life thing. It's not too late. That was just That's a true. teaser. You like what you heard here, guys? <laughs> Come check me out on Tuesday. <laughs> I might even pull out my own lute or guitar and mm -hmm. really, really bless your ears with wonderful sounds of that. Probably not happening, though. Um, Anyway, all right. Well, you're back. I, I took the time to explain what kid aggro was because, you know, not everybody's familiar with the out-of-game mechanics that is aggro. Yes. Um, mm -hmm. So. Yeah. Uh, I had I had some kid aggro. <laughs> but he's good now. Good. Although I did forget to close the door, so hopefully me talking doesn't wake him up. Uh-oh. Um, yeah. Uh, did you finish out the dungeon thing or no? Uh, no, because I was lost. <laughs> I, uh, you were lost in the Lost Depths yeah, preview? Yeah, see? Um, well, I mean, I didn't want to get ahead without you. Uh, you know, oh, okay. That, you know, okay. We're in this together, and if I get ahead, mm -hmm. and you come back, Fit and you're all 50 lost. 50 Exactly. 50-50. Exactly. Um, <laughs> yeah, we, we were just discussing this ugly thing we're apparently going to have to fight, and you said that uh, Finn mentioned something about mechanics that you weren't going to spoil, and then you left that's right. I got so passionate about it, and I didn't want to spoil anything, so I actually muted my mic and got up and walked away. <laughs> if I stay here any longer, I'm going to spoil this. That's right. That's right. Um, <laughs> Reminds me yeah. of an so episode can... of Psych where they tie a guy down, and he's like, you better, you better, you better keep me quiet. I'll squeal like a pig to anybody who asks. <laughs> oh, my. Anyway. Uh, Carry yeah. on. Carry on. Um... So, things that you get out of here, apparently there's a new, there's of course new armor sets, new monster helm, achievement, collectible, all of that stuff. Um, I believe we talked about one of the other sets previously, but the one that they point out in this is called Grave Inevitability. And it's supposed to be great for DPS and healers because it will help you make use of major or minor force. If you've got, they're targeting specifically pickup groups here. Um... But it says, since Major Force has so few sources, this lets you have a little more flexibility with your ability bar as part of a pug group or a whole team if you're much more organized and you're, you know, all kind of working together to see who's keeping which things um, up, I guess, or helping buff the group. But um, the five-piece part of it says, dealing damage with a lighter heavy attack grants you a stack of remorseless for five seconds up to five stacks up to once every 0.5 seconds. Um, yes, while you have five stacks, you generate an aura of focus, granting you major force, increasing your crit damage by 20%. That's big. Um, while you have an aura of focus, allies within 12 meters of you will gain minor force, increasing their crit damage by 10%. So, quite a bit there for you and a group. What's the what is it that Kenra's gives you? Uh, it's kind of the same thing. It gives, gives you major and everybody else minor. Yeah, um, I 
think so. Give me one second. I can't remember. It gives you... I'm pulling it up right now. Uh, major Berserk and Minor Berserk. Okay. All right. So if you have five stacks, you get an Aura of Wrath, which grants you Major Berserk, increasing damage done by 10%. And while you have an Aura of Wrath, allies within 12 meters gain Minor Berserk, increasing their damage done by 5%. Hmm. Interesting. So it's a larger number for this set for the minor and major force. It's an increase from what you would see on Kinris. But yeah, so that's a little bit about the Lost Steps preview when it comes to um, Graven. This is Graven Deep, right? Yes, Graven Deep. Um, pretty fun. It says uh, we're going to uncover the secrets of the Druid King. So. Druid King. Mm-hmm. Super excited. Is this implying that the Ascendant Lord is a Druid King? Oh, I don't know. Don't spoil anything. I haven't even started the High Isle quest. I don't know. Oh, I, I'm not spoiling anything. I'm asking a question. I'm just, it's, you know, just speculative. Guess it could be. Because I haven't finished it yet either. Um, but I don't, I just, I don't know if that's the same person or if that's a... Uh, the druid king is his own thing completely separate. well considering considering there's a lich at the end of <laughs> the dungeon maybe that's the old druid king or maybe that's somebody else altogether different not too sure we'll have to see when we play the storyline i suppose so i suppose so and so... that is it for that preview is that all of the news outside of PTS stuff? That's it. My goodness. Um, well, once again, we find ourselves at this stuff that we've been waiting because we really, really want our, our wardens to be here with us to talk about this stuff. Um, but they're mm -hmm. not here again. So do we wait again? Or should we read these? What do you think? Mm, I'm fine with either. Um, let's see. Let's go ahead and read them. What do you say? Let's do it. Uh, you let's wanna, do it. You want to take uh, the first one and I'll take the second one? Sure. All right. Go for it. All right, so the first meet the character is about Druid Laurel. And it says, Headstrong and bold, Druid Laurel travels the sisters seeking ancient lore. Learn a little bit more about this inquisitive Druid in this meet the character. Druid Rubble. I'm afraid that there's been some misunderstanding concerning the scholar you asked me to welcome into our village. When I received your message, I was puzzled. What did we at Stonelore Grove have to offer a Druid from Galen? especially one as traveled as your letter suggested. Is it true that she'd spent time on Iflon? I asked her about how the fire song fared, but she wasn't forthcoming. She likewise hasn't informed me of the natures of her studies, only that they revolve around the last druid king. I know we have nothing to offer her on that front. Many records from that time have been lost to us, as you well know. 
Still, we welcomed her as you requested, and we showed Druid Laurel to our archives and introduced her to the oldest members of our village. She feigned interest very politely, but quickly turned her attention to the undergrowth. We're not entirely sure how she knows about the undergrowth, but Druid Estin found her wandering about the rocks and roots, searching for the Evergrowth. It appears that she wants to speak to the Evergrowth, but what information she hopes to glean from our nature spirit, I cannot say. To be completely honest, if you hadn't written me in advance, I would have thrown her out as a thief or a troublemaker. Still, despite my misgivings, I should clarify that Druid Laurel hasn't stolen anything. Her worst crime is speaking explicatives aloud around the younger members of our community. She's strong-willed with a precious streak, or a precocious streak that could blast a leaf off of a branch. But her good qualities are plentiful and shine through her every interaction. She's passionate about the Druidic way of life and upholds the true way. To hear her speak on the founding principles of our faith is to see hope for the future generations of Druids. She's kind as well, always willing to stop her work to lend a hand or an ear to whoever requests it of her. And finally, she's more aligned than many other visitors to our village, able to adapt to our routines with ease. In fact, Druid Laurel's easygoing nature has earned her many friends among our community despite all of her rougher edges. Just the other day, while we were tending to the vegetable garden, she came up behind me and started picking weeds of her own volition. I hope you know that we never expect our guests to take part in our daily work, especially when they clearly have their own tasks to see to. But Laurel cheerfully said that sifting through pages and tablets made her miss the feeling of dirt under her nails, so she worked beside us until nightfall. The truest statement I can make about your protege is that I could never attempt to predict what she would do. Upon first meeting, she seemed pleasant and enthusiastic, but with enough decorum that I was sure she'd been schooled among the other nobles of Gunfallon Bay. But there was something in her tone, a coolness and a spark that made me question how well this visit would go. But now that is nearing its end, and Druid Laurel is already discussing the next group of Druids she'll spend time with, and I can't help but feel that we'll miss her presence. In short, all I can say is that we'll be sad when Druid Laurel leaves to Stonemore Grove. Her time among us has altered the routine of our lives in new and interesting ways, and she'll leave a mark on us, if for no other reason than to root rot. Then root rot has been firmly planted in our vernacular. <laughs> Yours in the true way. Elder Carrick. So um, the closeout of that one said, Elder, uh, Druid Laurel has a clear impact on those she meets in her travels, and you'll have an opportunity to team up with the Earnest Scholar yourself when exploring Earthen Root Enclave, one of the two new dungeons coming as part of the Lost Depths DLC. So there you go. Very cool. Um, is this the same? I'm trying to. I'm trying to remember. Um, have we met this druid already? And you haven't done the story yet, though, right? I haven't, but I believe that she is the one that you meet um, outside of Gunfallon Bay. Is she the one that you meet in the hut? I'm. I was so thrown off because when I played, when I did that the, at first, we were still having that visual bug where they were invisible, so <laughs> <laughs> they were floating heads and arms. Um, I think so. Anyway. Uh, mm, I'm not sure about that, actually. Related quests, Sojourn of the Druid King and the Stonelorn Defense. Um, I don't know that she is. I think the druid that's in the main quest line is someone different. 
Maybe so. Anyway, we clearly are the experts on these subjects. <laughs> I mean, I haven't gotten to do the quest line yet at all, so. <laughs> yeah, I'm very sporadic in it, so. Um, yeah. All right. And then the second one is, uh, we mentioned uh, this person earlier, uh, Dulef. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're going to go with, and I am probably not as good at pretending like I know how to pronounce things, so we'll see how this goes, but, um, <laughs> the Red And Gar the funny thing is, oh, sorry, I was going to say, I think, uh, we left you to read the female letter, too, which makes it even better. Um... <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, if you want to read this one too, you can. No, 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 no. I want to hear you read it. <laughs> um, impersonations are not going to happen. So. Uh, Darn. <laughs> the Red Guard Duluf may have retired from the high seas, but he still has an adventure or two left in him. Learn more about the unlikely pirate-turned-mage in our latest Meet the Character. Now, that's interesting in and of itself. A pirate-turned-mage. Mages or yeah. pirates are generally like the swashbuckler, um, swords and uh, that kind of thing. And for one to start learning how to be a mage, I mean, besides, they're all stamina. It's a red guard. I'm confused. Anyway, um, <laughs> Lady Lissa. Have you seen him? The new mage bouncing around Castle Mornard? I think Count Mornard... Mornard? Mornard. Is considering offering him a position as the new court mage. His name is Duluth, and you simply must burn this letter after reading it. Regardless, I had to get this out. I had to tell someone. He's so handsome, and not in the way that's typical of Castle Mornard. No perfumed silks or uptight smiles when it comes to this man. He's full of wide grins, and he refuses to wear whatever the latest fashions are. He dresses for practicality, and yet somehow makes it look divine. Have you ever seen such a thing? He used to be a pirate, an actual pirate, not just one of those lazy common dockhands that move more hard goods across the archipelago and pretend to be salt-worn and hardy. He's been all over Tamriel and tells all kinds of stories. Most of his tales are unfit for court, mind you. Those are usually my favorite, and he's not shy about sharing them with whoever wants to listen. The other night, over a bit of wine, he told me a harrowing tale about a shark with a belly full of ears. All types of ears, too. It made me shudder with horror, but the notes of his low, velvety voice made me shudder with something else entirely. He has a wonderful laugh. It booms in the halls like claps of thunder. This place could use more noise like that, and more men like Duleff. He doesn't seem to care what anyone thinks about him. I know some people whisper about how an ex-pirate shouldn't be allowed at court. They think it's unbecoming. Apparently, Duluf was a pirate for most of his life before becoming a mage. He's a member of the Mages Guild, you know. His past life as a pirate is totally transparent, but I don't mean that in a disparaging way. He has a roguishness that's so starkly different from the blandness of court existence. You can tell he's lived a rich life full of adventure and danger, what with all those delicious scars. And he walks the halls as if, the as if they're the decks of a ship. Such confidence, such swagger. But there's a softness to him that I've noticed. I've had the pleasure of talking to him, not just about his hair-raising stories, but about his love of magic, too. He's so passionate. Once he even got a bit emotional when telling me how he was saved by the Stonemore Druids. Apparently, that experience is what made him decide to study magic in the first place. He left his life of piracy behind because he was so entranced by the way magic could alter the world around him, 
He said something about likening it to the sea and loving how unpredictable and utterly powerful such a force could be. He has such a brilliant, fascinating mind. I can't decide if I want to... I can't decide if I want him to read to me from a tome of spells or take me out on a boat and perhaps I'll leave those particular musings for my diary. I must tell court... I must tell Count Mornard that I totally approve of decision, the decision to appoint him to the court, and that he must do so at once. Duluff mentioned to me the last time we talked that he was off to help some druid named Laurel. I don't know what I'm feeling about that, but it could be jealousy. He did assure me that he would be back soon. He even hinted that he and the court had something to discuss about upon his return. I hope his absence doesn't go on too long. Did I mention he's handsome? Gorgeous even. His dark hair is gorgeous. His piercing jeweled eyes are gorgeous. His chiseled jaw is gorgeous. Even his weathered face is gorgeous. I think I'm in love. I don't think he's ever been married, but I haven't had the courage to ask. He doesn't seem very interested in romance, sad to say, but that doesn't prevent me from looking. You must tell me if you get a chance to see him. I simply must know if it's just me or if everyone is captivated by him. Remember his name, Duloff. I expect great things from this man. For Galen, the House of Mornard... And dare I write it for me, Lady Lin Liniel? It says Duluf may be a member of the Mages Guild, but his latest calling won't keep him confined. Won't keep him conf. I think that's a typo. Um, <laughs> but his latest calling won't keep him confined to some dusty library. It's an extra him there. And although a seasoned adventurer in his own right, he'd never turn away a helping hand when it comes to investigating the secrets of the sisters. Will you join forces with this swashbuckling former pirate? All I, right. I'm sad, because when you finished, I slow clapped for you, but I realized my mic was muted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This yeah. is a whole new reason I probably should be glad my wife was in bed, huh? Yeah. <laughs> you thought Elvis Scrolls Online was bad? Well, now you're just talking about no, a no, no. dark, Elvis handsome... Girls. Elvis Girls oh, yeah. online, not Sorry. Elvis Scrolls. <laughs> Elvis Scrolls. <laughs> <laughs> if you're oh, going to butcher the name of the game, at least butcher the name of the game properly. <laughs> it is after 1 a.m. for me. You stop it. <laughs> I'm too distracted by the fact that you were just reading about a gorgeous, piercing, jeweled eyes, chiseled jaw. Well, <laughs> there is... Yeah. Oh, boy. I'm going to go and spit that out later so um <laughs> anyway sounds like a fun guy um I, I i don't think my feelings for him would be the same as, as uh the lady who wrote this but um anyway <laughs> uh yeah definitely sounds like a fun character though i mean to go from pirate to mage um you know if we get um you know we get to hear some stories from both sides of um uh, of that life you know that that could be uh, definitely interesting storytelling because uh, that's not really you don't you don't generally see pirates and and mages being portrayed as the same um the same person outside of i mean it's not really mages but like you have like supernatural things like pirates of the caribbean but uh right but they were like the undead uh right different thing altogether, but uh, yeah, sounds cool. I, I uh, and where did it say this? Is this gonna? Um, is he gonna be in one of the dungeons so he, too? Yeah, so he's the one that's from the dungeon that we just talked about. He's the one that's going to be from. Um, okay. Okay. 
uh, Lost, uh, from, uh, blah, 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 sorry. The one that we just talked about. It's not Lost Depths. That's the name of the actual preview. <laughs> um, it's Grave and Deep. Okay. So he's from Grave and Grave yep. and Deep, and she is from. I said it just a minute. Earth and Root Enclave. Is that right? Yeah. Hmm. Um, but it does mention that they're obviously going to be tied together and helping each other, because it mentions that in that letter that you just wrote, or read, mm-hmm. not wrote. <laughs> No, no, clearly I wrote that. (laughs) (laughs) I expect to see the parchment later. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so that kind of makes me wonder if there's going to be like an order that you should play those in. I guess they would would tell us that, though. They've done that in the past, right? Yeah, I mean, the the Elsewhere ones were kind of like that, where you had to find the two different pieces of the, um, uh, the dragon stone or whatever mm-hmm. you know you those you could play in either order but they directly went together so maybe it'll be something along those lines as the dialogue will just slightly adjust depending on which dungeon you've done first perhaps which yeah. is still impressive that yeah they take all the time to do all of that extra prep for um instead of just saying play it this way <laughs> um yeah that they they plan for you to play it out of order even uh, or play it in different orders, not necessarily out of order, uh, to to allow for uh, keeping the immersion there. That you've you're still continuing a story and not you're not bouncing around in different time frames. Yeah. Well, that's the news exactly. and a little bit of lore on uh, characters coming with uh, with our next dungeon drop. We did it. We did it, and. We are only an hour and a half in, minus uh, minus the pre-show, so a little maybe a little longer than normal. But uh, I'm trying to we're trying to work on tightening up a little bit so we're not too long-winded. Um, Meh. But uh, I think that pretty well wraps us up. Yeah. Uh, minus just our normal guild announcements and social media stuff, right? Yeah. Cool. And um, we'll, of course, probably talk about PTS at some point, just not this show. Yeah, that's something that would be better if we all have a chance to kind of look over at least a little bit so we're not going in yeah. completely blind. Um, yeah. But, uh, well, all right. So, a few announcements um, for uh, for the Lore Seekers Guild. And if you're not part of that, well, um <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome to apply. Uh, the process to apply is um, pretty simple. You just head over to loreseekerseso.org, click apply to guild, make sure you've got Discord downloaded, go through that process. Um, pretty simple little test. As long as you pass, then your application uh, gets approved and your name gets put on an invite list. And usually within a day or so, uh, we get you an invite in game. Um, we are on PlayStation NA, Xbox NA, PC NA, and EU. There are EU guilds on PlayStation and Xbox, um, but I don't think they have um, quite the. Uh, I don't think they have as much activity there. Um, yeah. So, uh, if you're interested in helping to kind of get those things moving a little bit, um, then you're welcome to reach out and. Uh, 
get in touch with us about doing that as well. We are uh, happy to try to get people in, in places to grow, uh, grow the guild and, um, you know, try to have good people in place so that those communities can, uh, can get going as well too. Uh, but if you are in the guild uh, and on PlayStation, um, we have a couple things that we do, um, we have, uh, which will be tomorrow or two days ago ish when you, uh, by the time you get this, but, uh, on Mondays, Moki leads a fishing outing and mm -hmm. you can, uh, just, uh, hop in game and, uh, just mention in chat that you want to join or you can, um, do so in discord as well. And the real laid back if you want to get the fishing achievements in the different zones and uh, go for the master angler um, and just hang out and talk and uh, just kind of relax and, and fish if that's your jam then uh, Monday nights are a good time to do that and grouping usually starts about 7.30 Eastern Yep. Uh, and then try to get going by about 8 o'clock um, so come do that. Uh, Tuesday nights, or well, at, at this point it's kind of Tuesday any, at any point during the day. Um, if you want to run some dungeons, we, that's, we call that Treacherous Tuesday. It's an opportunity to uh, try to get together with some guildies and uh, go run dungeons, chase achievements, do story mode, uh, however you want to go about doing that. And uh, we're not currently on a schedule. Um, that's something that we... Uh, may try to pick back up at some point in the future if, uh, especially if there's enough interest in uh, actually scheduling things and, and getting uh, official groups together um, and if it is then just let us know I mean we're happy to um, we're happy to do that but um, but for now it's just kind of you know get your group together and, and go do whatever dungeon you want to do or all the dungeons you want to do or however you want to do it it's just kind of meant to be dungeon night um, and, then, and speaking of that, really quick, um, sure. I know we've had some new members come in as well who mm -hmm. are looking for some later night um, groups. They are either people that, you know, work nights or um, have uh, different work schedules or whatnot, or maybe different time zones. So if you are a person who hasn't tried to group with guildies before because you're concerned about your work schedule or your time zone or any of that stuff, still put it in the looking for group channel. Um, in the Discord or, or post it, you know, in the game uh, chat if you're online and you're looking for somebody late night because it seems like we've got a few more people um, coming in who may be on sort of a similar late night schedule. So, yep. There you go. Sure. Um, all right. And uh, also, we have uh, on August 16th, um, we have an extra life stream hosted by none other than gone crazy back soon um, <laughs> is and, it and she is um, going to be trying to um, not die <laughs> in a game she's never played that's right I, have, have that you... I just downloaded for you yeah um, yeah I actually downloaded it it's actually on my hard drive now <laughs> but you haven't done the tutorial yet right Nope, sure have not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, no, actually, um, 
it's my first uh, foray into streaming for Extra Life. Really, I mean, outside of doing this show, out, it's kind of um, my first attempt to actually stream and get any kind of an audience at all. Um, I don't necessarily consider myself a streamer, but um, but anyway, we're going to try to start around seven central, so I guess eight eastern. Um, we're going to be playing Tribes of Midgard. Uh, it's a Viking survival game. Uh, if you're not familiar with it, um, it's an indie, basically an indie game developed by a small studio. Uh, they have season three coming uh, on. It releases on the 16th, which is what prompted me to uh, use that as a reason to try to do it that day, uh, just to go try out the new survival mode. A uh, bunch of changes to how that works in that game, and. Uh, going to have some folks I work with and um, gone crazy and possibly Sasquatch. I don't remember if he said he was going to be able to make it or not. I think Gwen said she would not. Um, yeah, I don't think Gwen's back in town yet. She's right. not with her system for for a little bit still. Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, and then I might try to have my daughter on. Um, and hang out with us a little bit and maybe talk a little bit about some of the things we have personal experience with with the, with the hospital that we're raising funds for. Um, we have spent quite a bit of time there, thankfully not as much, uh, you know, since my daughter has been home, but, um, but we did, we did spend quite a bit of time there early on, a lot of back and forth even after she did come home, but um, maybe we'll talk a little bit about some of that and uh, I have I have only just a couple of incentives that uh, because we don't stream uh, currently uh, or at least I don't um, with a camera so I can't do a lot of the things that people do um, where you could actually see so, I mean, I could tell you I was eating gross things or hot things or any of that kind of stuff. And just be like, oh, yeah, it burns. But I don't have to actually eat anything. And I don't want to be dishonest. And um, so they kind of have to be all audible. So here it is. Once the stream starts, a $5 donation, and I start telling dad jokes. <laughs> and if you really really hate dad jokes and you're like please please stop I'll do anything well anything doesn't cost that much ten dollars and I'll stop telling dad jokes until someone else donates five more dollars and then I start oh again so um, yeah I, I don't know how that's gonna go I, it's a silly idea it was kinda just said as a joke and then it was like uh, alright I guess I'll just run with that um, and then the other thing, we have this this long this this long running uh, bit now about email being for those that are 42 and up. Um, oh my gosh! So um, what I, I figured I would do is if I can hit a hundred dollars, then we will we will lower the age appropriateness of email use by two years, and then every hundred dollars after 40. that. Every hundred dollars after that, we will lower it, lower it an additional year. Um, so, if you really want people to know that you are not uncool because you still use email, 
and you're only 27, you need to tell some people to donate so that we can get that age down where it's okay to use email when you're only 27 years old. Um, because when when you're when you're that young, you're supposed to be using the Insta Twitter gram books and and whatever other uh, talkers and and ticky things and what I you know I'm old so I'm actually not not 42 yet but uh, anyway I'm rambling uh, these are all just silly things because the, the point isn't you know to have that stuff those are just some things I thought would be kind of silly to throw out there um, so yeah come hang out with us Tuesday the 16th and um, tell some folks and and share it uh, not for me like I said I, I'm not really at this point this point in the game trying to be a streamer or anything i'm just trying to raise some money to help uh to help the hospital that you know my own daughter um was um was able to benefit from having access to um so come come take part in that and um look forward to seeing you there but we're going to start like i said about uh, eight eastern seven central and i don't know how long we'll go um I don't either, because i got to work the next day. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I know there may be some people that can't get on right away um, that yeah. may show up a little bit later, and so we may we may run pretty late. I don't have to work the next day, so we might just hang oh. out and um, and just see if we can survive all night. I don't, I don't know. Maybe I'll just see if I can uh, give away, but probably not. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no pressure for doing anything like that. Um, no, I know. But uh, anyway, we are on the social medias, and, and we're younger than 42, so we try to use the cool ones, clearly. Um, but mm -hmm. where can I we be found? I actually just checked our email. There's nothing there. <laughs> See? It's because our listeners are too cool for that, too. Except for that one mm -hmm. guy. <laughs> oh, you mean Lotus? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> hey, he's not the only one. Lear Hall did it too. Yeah. They've both sent us emails before. Thanks, guys. Coming through. <laughs> Don't listen to my other co host and his sassy email hate. <laughs> anyway, All if right. you wanted to email us because you love email and it's so amazing and you can send long messages there Cutting edge. or suggestions for things <laughs> or uh you know you just want to prove my co-host wrong that people do use email you could send it to snugpodcast at gmail.com you can also find us on twitter at snugpodcast or uh if you're here with us of course watching you might be watching us on twitch.tv forward slash snug podcast or on YouTube where we are still uh, working on getting our own URL or Earl as never lovingly calls it. Uh, but you could just type in snug podcast in the search bar and be able to find it there. Yes. Yep. Maybe. Yep. Sweet. Yep. And, um, and then how, how else do they find us? What else could they do? Well, you can also search for us on your favorite podcast app and hopefully find us. Um, the big ones all pretty well have us listed and even some I've never heard of. We show up there and um, so yeah, shouldn't be too hard to find us. Um, and I do have one caveat if you're going to email us. Uh, I will accept 
I will accept emails uh, from younger people so long as you put some of them really cool peanut butters in there. All of our emails have been from younger people. But they didn't include peanut butters. No, but we did get pizza. But it has to have peanut butters. Okay. Jiff. A jiff. Okay. okay. Oh. Oh. Nobody gave you $5. Why are you telling bad jokes? That is a sample, okay? That is a sample of what you must pay $10 to make me stop doing. I'm going to mute my headset and turn the volume all the way down. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, so you can find us on podcast form if, if audio is more your thing and... Uh, if you're listening and would uh, want to come check us out live, we usually try to start um, roughly 11 Eastern. And sometimes it is later. Sometimes it's way later. Um, it's rarely, if ever, on time. But that's our goal. Um, if you join us right when we start, if you follow us and you know on, on YouTube, you can click the little thing to follow and help us get one of them Earls. Um, then you get to actually take part in listening to pre-show nonsense because it's it's a great time. Uh, I edit that out before the audio form goes up. So if you're like, <laughs> what in the world are they doing before the show? Because I heard the stuff that went in the show and that was nonsense. Could it have been any worse? Oh yeah, yeah, it can totally be worse. Um, not tonight though. Tonight was tonight. The actual show is is the bad part. Um, <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, kind of a make them want to come back. Kind of a benefit of being sure. part of the live show is you get to you get to hear our sound checks and um, all kinds of nonsense. But anyway, again, I'm rambling. I do that. It's late. Uh, so hopefully everyone has a great night and a good week, and we will catch you on the next time.